Welcome to The Rot Focus, a podcast for writers, newbies, and veterans, and everyone in between. We're hosted by M.A. Lee, with the assistance of Remy Black and Edie Runes, all from Writers, Inc. Books. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Each episode lasts as long as it takes to fix a quick dinner, grab a short commute, or take a brisk walk. Resources and links are in the show notes. Visit us at therockfocus.blogspot.com. Now, on to this week's episode. We're talking branding. This episode is the second part of Glance 3. We had clever titles last week and clever market copy this week. Market copy means taglines and blurbs, which are book descriptions, are the back cover of a paperback. We have three rules that govern all market copy. Success happens with our understanding of the different roles of taglines and blurbs. Don't be surprised if you spend hours and hours crafting the perfect market copy. Remember, along with a clever title, great market copy will turn that browsing reader into a buying reader. We have an in-depth look at a blurb from Tony Hillerman to keep the episode from running super long. Market copy for Ellis Peters and Elizabeth Peters will feature in an extra between episode on this Saturday. Market copy with taglines. Three rules govern all market copy. Typewriting, short and add. Maintain your focus. Number one, type writing. A. Avoid any excess words. Get rid of multi-part verbs, there and here, and other word wasters. B. Use present tense. C. Use active voice. D. Whenever possible, use vivid verbs. E. Flip sentences so the subject is not always first. 2. Start short and add. It's easier than cutting. A. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. B. Clear communication is the goal. $5 words don't help. C. Maintain your focus on the situation, protagonist, and central problem. With your tagline, consider those 12 literary terms in word tricks for title that we talked about at the first of the last section. Many more word tricks are out there, but don't make them a distraction from the story hook. If you have difficulty crafting a title for your novel or series, then the tagline can be a great help. The tagline is a high-concept sentence. The tagline is an attention-getter, the starter for any elevator pitch or blurb. It will focus on either the starting problem or the conflict that drives to the end. He lived the American dream with a vengeance. Scarface. Winning will make you famous. Losing means certain death. Hunger Games. One ring to rule them all. Lord of the Rings. Don't go into the water. Jaws. In space, no one can hear you scream. Alien. Orphan boy goes to school for wizards. Harry Potter. The British Secret Service calls in a retired spymaster to discover which of his former protégés is a mole for the USSR. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Taglines are brief. Strive for one sentence with 20 words or less. 
although less than 15 is stronger. The sentence needs to be short so the reader can see the whole thing at one glance. Remember, you only get three glances. The cover got a nibble, the tagline gets another, but the reader is still not hooked. The taglines can use the word tricks. The Hunger Games is focused with antithesis. Alien uses shock value. The tagline should capture the intrigue of the book, the conflict. Here's my book, Christmas with Death. Christmas is for miracles, merriment, and murder. I've used alliterative M's and the Ozesis to build one item after another. Miracles, merriment, murder. My book, The Key to Secrets. I use shock value. Debutantes should snare fiancés, not murder them. Since the tagline is the brand for the book, consider genre, subject, and focus, as well as how this book will be different from others in the marketplace. Begin with this sample, then twist and flip and word trick until you have a powerful hook. One, make sure you have situation setting. Two, make sure you list the protagonist. Three, the antagonist. Four, the conflict, the core conflict. And five, the goal. In one, a two protagonist has a problem caused by three antagonist and faces four, the conflict, as she or he tries to achieve five, the goal. Don't confuse the tagline with a logline. They are completely different. A logline is a brief synopsis and gives away the entire story. That means that a logline is also not a blurb. Logline is Hollywood speak for a brief summary. The logline is what you develop for an elevator pitch. When you sell to the reader, you are not pitching the whole story. You're marketing the idea and the intrigue of that idea. Only agents and editors need the whole story. Here are taglines with the loglines to exhibit the difference. Jaws, tagline, don't go into the water. Logline, a sheriff struggles to protect his beach community after a grizzly shark attack, but greed rules the Chamber of Commerce. Then more sentences would build into that. Casablanca, tagline, they had a date with fate. Logline, a cynical bar owner protects an old flame and her husband from Nazis in Morocco. The movie Catch Me If You Can, tagline, the true story of a real fake. Isn't that nice antithesis, true versus fake? Oxymoron in that phrase, real fake. Logline, the true story of a man who, before his 19th birthday, successfully conned millions of dollars worth of checks as a Pan Am pilot, a doctor, and a legal prosecutor. An FBI agent makes it his mission to jail him. Not only does the con elude capture, he revels in the pursuit. And Blade Runner. Tagline, man has made his match. Now it's his problem. Logline, in a cyberpunk future, man has developed humanoid androids with short, fixed lifespans. Illegal on Earth, these replicants are used for war and entertainment in off-world colonies. Rick Deckard is a cop who specializes in terminating replicants. When he's forced out of retirement, to terminate four escaped replicants who came to Earth. He discovers what he thought was love was merely an artificial construct. Now, to the hardest of all, 
The book description or blurb. The blurb is the story brief. This is the market copy for the back of the paperback or the description for the online distributor's book page. With the blurb, the reader will walk into the story. If the cover hooks the reader and the tagline opens their mouth for wanting more, the market copy or blurb is what will make the reader bite and buy the book or books. In the blurb, we need to present the problem, the protagonist, and the situation in any order that flows. Keep your blurbs under 350 words. Much less will be even better. If you struggle with writing the blurb, start with the tagline, write the logline, then expand. When you finish your expansion, jerk out anything that doesn't fit the tagline. Definitely rip away anything from the midpoint of the book onward. Tell the reader too much and you lose them. Don't give everything away. Here are 10 cover titles and cover copy in action for Tony Hillerman's Leaphorn Cheese series. Three tags, remember, were murder, desert, southwest, Native American, religion. One, The Blessing Way, 1970. All three barely implied, unless you understand Navajo religion. Two, Dance Hall of the Dead, 1973. The murder is clear. We have the dance hall with Desert Southwest, but the Native American religion is unclear. Three, Listening Woman, 1978. Murder and the Desert Southwest are unclear. The Native American religion is strongly suggested. Four, People of Darkness, 1980. The murder is suggested. The Desert Southwest and the Native American religion are unclear. 5. The Dark Wind, 1982. The murder is suggested. The Desert Southwest and Native American religion are unclear. 6. The Ghost Way, 1984. Murder suggested. The Desert Southwest unclear. Native American religion suggested. 7. Skinwalkers, 1986. Murder suggested. Desert Southwest unclear. Native American religion, clear. 8. A Thief of Time, 1988. All three are unclear. 9. Talking God, 1989. Murder and the Desert Southwest are unclear. The Native American religion, suggested. 10. Coyote Waits, 1990. Murder is unclear. The Desert Southwest and the Native American religion, suggested. None of Hillerman's titles in the series are clearly about murder. Virtually all of these titles needed the cover to help connect the book to the Native American religion as well as the Desert Southwest. It wasn't until we were several books in that the idea of the three tags became very important and became the guidance for the covers. Then the covers started to be redone as the books were reissued. Here is the Blessing Ways market copy blurb for the first book in the series. This blurb begins with an unusually long sentence that introduces the strangeness of the crime. First paragraph, it's single sentence. Homicide is always an abomination, but there is something exceptionally disturbing about the victim discovered in a high, lonely place, a corpse with a mouthful of sand, Abandoned at a crime scene seemingly devoid of tracks are useful clues. First word, murder. 
Then we have a focus on what makes this murder strange. Our situation. Alliteration, always an abomination. Disturbing, discovered. The Ozesis, first idea, is not disturbing. The second is a shock. The third is trouble for the investigator. Second paragraph, first sentence. Though it goes against his better judgment, Navajo Tribal Police Lieutenant Joe Leaphorn cannot help but suspect the hand of a supernatural killer. So now we have an introduction of our protagonist and the desert southwest and a mysterious element of crime. Second sentence. There is a palpable evil in the air, and Leaphorn's pursuit of a wolf witch is leading him where even the bravest men fear, on a chilling trail that winds perilously between mysticism and murder. So, wolf witch is Native American religion. We have a juxtaposition of bravery and fear, an emphasis on chilling and perilous, and we end with that alliterative M's of mysticism and murder, tying directly back to the supernatural element of the killer and the evil wolf witch, itself alliterative. The ending of the first paragraph, with a troubling lack of clues, automatically elevates the skills of the investigating protagonist as well as the deviosity of the antagonist. The second sentence of the second paragraph starts with the expletive there, a sentence starter crime that one of my college composition professors would deem worthy of the punishment. The only purpose of the expletive is to emphasize the word evil, which it does here. Here is the market copy for Coyote Waits, 10th book in the series. The car fire didn't kill Navajo tribal policeman Dilbert Nez, a bullet did. And the old man in possession of the murder weapon is a whiskey-soaked shaman, Ashi Pinto. Officer Jim Chi is devastated by the slaying of his good friend and confounded by the prime suspect's refusal to utter a single word of confession or denial. The blurb continues, but we have the three key elements by the end of the second sentence. Navajo gives us Desert Southwest. We have a bullet killing a tribal policeman, murder. We have the Native American religion with the whiskey-soaked shaman. And we have our protagonist with Jim Chi as an officer who will be determined to have vengeance for his fellow officer. Writing the blurb is as important as the title, especially when the title gives no help. Sergeant Jim Chi is troubled by the nameless corpse is the opening for the Sinister Pig, an unhelpful title and blurb which is only saved by the clever iconography. Much better is The Thief of Time, which sold me with the second paragraph of the blurb. There are modern mysteries buried in ancient places. It's a nice juxtaposition of ancient and modern. And as blood flows all too freely, Navajo tribal police men, Joe Leaphorn and Jim Chi, must plunge into the past to unearth an astonishing truth and a cold-hearted killer. We have the Native American religion, the desert southwest, and murder. Those three tags are so essential. Not always will the titles and the cover and the market copy individually create that hook. But if we can get a nibble here and a nibble there, then by the time we combine all three, we get that strong bite to turn the browsing reader into a buying reader. 
all through July and August. The right focus is in a series on branding using Emily's guidebook, Discovering Your Author Brand. A link to view images of the covers discussed is in the show notes. Worksheet templates and a video trailer script are available at Buy Me a Coffee. Find that link also in the show notes. Thanks for listening to The Right Focus, a podcast for writers at all levels, hosted by Emma Lee from Writers Inc. Books, assisted by Remy Black and Edie Runes. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle called Background Music Loop. Its creator is Alexander Polishchuk, known on Audio Jungle as Plastic 3. The music comes in different iterations. Show notes and resource links for this and other episodes can be found at therightfocus.blogspot.com. Write to us at winkbooks at aol.com when you have questions, comments, and speculations. We will try to answer you as quickly as possible. By the way, we will not mind your email address. That's rude. If you find value in our content, share with your writing friends or write a review. We're small beans here without the advertising budget of the big peeps. And you can make a difference. And whatever occurs, right on.